The History of College Football is a podcast dedicated to preserving the college football gridiron memories from years gone by. Please feel free to visit our website at historyofcollegefootball.com. Thank you. Welcome to the History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we discuss the 1994 Penn State Nittley Lions, 12-0, one of the greatest college football teams of all time, certainly one of the greatest to never win a national championship. This program has a long, rich history of stability and winning. Penn State's first football season was way back in 1887. From 1950 to 2011, that's 62 seasons, Penn State had a total of two coaches, Rip Engel and Joe Paterno. Their combined record was 513 wins, 184 losses, and seven ties. And the two coaches combined won 74% of their games, and that's for 62 seasons. Coach Paterno's 409 victories sets him atop as the winningest coach in Division 1A FBS history. The program produced two national championships, one Heisman winner, John Capaletti in 1973, the moniker linebacker U, Jack Ham, Lenny Moore, Kurt Warner, and for all the glory of the Penn State Nittany Lion legacy, perhaps no team was as great as the 1994 team. This is a story of the 1994 Penn State Nittany Lions, and as irony has its way of creeping into history, if not for one altruistic move by Coach Paterno, this undefeated team could well have been national champions. The year was 1994. In the fall of 1994, if you remember, Major League Baseball had ended its season in August over a salary cap issue. The NHL, well, they didn't open its season as it usually did in October. The NBA, they had labor issues, and those labor issues were on the headlines as opposed to the play in court. So in the fall of 1994, the only game in town was really football, and it was college football that was under the spotlight, no more so than that moment. Florida and Nebraska were the preseason favorites, and Colorado was up there, too. Penn State started season number nine in the AP poll. On opening day, 1994, the Nittany Lions went to Minnesota and handedly won 56-3. They were now 1-0. In week two, a now number eight Penn State team hosted number 14 USC. Tailback to John O'Cordes' 32-yard touchdown run gave the Nittany Lions a very quick 70-0 lead. You know, moments later a 44-yard touchdown strike from quarterback Kerry Collins to wide receiver Freddie Scott up the lead to 14 to nothing with just over two minutes into the game. The Nittany Lions took a 35 to nothing lead in the halftime. Their defense sacked Trojan quarterback Rob Johnson six times that day as Penn State sailed for a 38-14 victory. USC coach John Robinson said the execution was phenomenal. In week three, a now number six Penn State team defeated Iowa 61 to 21. In week four, they kept rolling. A now number five Penn State team defeated Rutgers 55 to 27. And in week five, a now number four Penn State team defeated Temple 48 to 21. It seemed no one could slow down the Nittany Lion offense. By week six, a now number three Penn State team faced a number five Michigan team in a colossal showdown in front of over 106,000 fans at the big house. This was the third largest crowd in the history of college football up to that point. The game delivered. 
Penn State jumped out to a 16 to nothing lead, quieting the big house. At halftime, the score was 16 to three. But in the third quarter, Tyrone Wheatley scored two touchdown runs of 67 and 21 yards, and it gave Michigan their first lead of the day. But Penn State answered the call with a Kerry Collins touchdown pass to take the lead again, 24 to 17. Michigan then scored to tie the game at 24. This is when Bobby Ingram made a spectacular toe and bounds catch. Kajana Carter then raced 26 yards and a Collins to Ingram 16-yard touchdown catch put Penn State up for good 31-24, with just under three minutes left in the game. On Michigan's next possession, an interception by Penn State's Brian Miller sealed the win for the Nittany Lions 31-24. This 31-put output would prove to be the least points the Nittany Lions would score all season. Now, after that October 15th game, as Nebraska lost its starting quarterback Tommy Frazier due to a blood clot, and when number one Florida lost to Auburn, it was Penn State that jumped Nebraska for the number one spot. So by the time Penn State faced off against number 21, Ohio State in week seven, they were now ranked number one in the AP poll, undefeated 6-0. Penn State led 35 to nothing at halftime. And when the score ballooned to 49-7 in the third quarter, Coach Paterno pulled the starters on offense in the third quarter. Well, the final score was Penn State 63, Ohio State 14. It was the most points that Ohio State had given up since 1902. This was 1994. Kajana Carter that day rushed for 137 yards and four touchdowns before leaving the game. To the nation's eyes, the narrative surrounding the Nittley Lions was that the offense appeared simply unstoppable. Yet, after that win, Penn State slipped to number two in the AP poll, but still remained number one in the coaches' poll. Why? Why did this happen? Well, number three, Nebraska, wallop number two, Colorado, 24 to seven. The AP poll and the coaches poll sort things differently. Stay tuned for next week. You will not believe what happened next. A still number one in the coaches poll, Penn State team dominated Indiana the next week in Bloomington. They opened the game with a 96-yard scoring drive. Kajana Carter scored on an 80-yard touchdown run. With just over six minutes left to play in the game, Penn State led 31 to 24. And here's what happened next. Please listen carefully. Coach Joe Paterno pulled his starters to allow the subs in-game experience. Kajana Carter, who had rushed for 192 yards up until that point in the game on just 20 carries, mind you. This is eight yards short of 200 yards for the day, averaging near about 10 yards per carry. He was pulled. They were all pulled from the game. Indiana was now playing subs and scored two late, meaningless touchdowns. The Hoosiers crowd began to chant overrated. Still, Penn State won 35 to 29, a score that was artificially close. Now, irony has a way of creeping into history. How would history have remembered the Nittany Lions differently if not for this one altruistic move by Coach Paterno? This undefeated team could well have been national champions and its place in the lore of college football changed forever. An oh-by-the-way decision in the fourth quarter to get subs into the game for game-time exposure made a single win appeared closer to the voters than the game actually was. Now, why do I say this? The result was that Penn State fell to number two in the coaches' poll, and now they were number two in both. The AP and coaches' poll, Nebraska, garnered the number one spot. In week nine, number two Penn State faced Illinois, who won the nation's fourth-ranked defense. And after Eli Simeon Rice recovered a fumble and defensive back Tyrone Washington grabbed an interception. Penn State was suddenly down 21 to nothing. But 
Penn State's offense could not be denied. Sporting the largest comeback in Joe Paterno's tenure, the Nittany Lions stormed back for a 35-31 victory. This win clinched the Big Ten title and a Rose Bowl berth for the Nittany Lions. In Week 10, Penn State, still number two, defeated Northwestern 45-17. In Week 11, a still number two Penn State team defeated Michigan State 59-31 to close out the regular season for the Nittany Lions. Undefeated, untied, 11-0, number two in both the AP and coaches' polls. They were off to the Rose Bowl to face number 12, Oregon, on January 2nd, 1995. Now, the night before the Rose Bowl, on New Year's Day, number one, Nebraska, defeated number three, Miami, 24-17 in the Orange Bowl, all but ensuring the 1994 national championship for the Nebraska Cornhuskers. So on January 2nd, 1995, in the Rose Bowl, the granddaddy of them all, Penn State, on its first possession, handed off to running back to John Carter, who raced 83 yards for a touchdown. Penn State went on to defeat Oregon 38-20 in a game that was never in doubt. Aftermath. On January 3rd, the final AP poll read like this. Nebraska number one, Penn State number two, Colorado number three. Nebraska garnered 51 first-place votes. Penn State garnered 10. In the coaches' poll, it was the same result. Nebraska number one, Penn State number two, Colorado number three. There would be no split national championship for the Nittany Lions that year. At season's end, Kajana Carter was fourth in the nation in rushing, 1,539 yards, but led the nation in yards per carry, a stunning 7.8 yards per carry. That season, it was Colorado's Rashawn Salam who led the nation in rushing, 2,065 yards. But had Carter had as many carries as Salam, remember, he was pulled early in many games, he would have rushed for an outrageous 2,324 yards that season. Kajana Carter scored 23 rushing touchdowns that season. Nittany Lion wide receiver Freddie Scott finished number nine in receiving yards, 973. Nittany Lion quarterback Kerry Collins finished eighth in the nation in completions, 176. He threw for 2,679 yards and 21 touchdowns. The Nittany Lion defense had 11 interceptions that season. In the Heisman voting, Kajan and Carter finished second to Rashawn Salam. Quarterback Kerry Collins finished fourth. Collins was awarded both the Maxwell and Davey O'Brien Awards. As for the 1994 Penn State Nittany Lions team, 12-0. Penn State led the nation in scoring with 47 points per game. Their average win was 47 to 21, which translates to winning by four touchdowns each game. Coach Joe Paterno's team beat number 14, USC, 38 to 14. Number five, Michigan, 31 to 24. Number 21, Ohio State, 63 to 14. And number 12, Oregon, in the Rose Bowl, 38 to 20. This team was an offensive juggernaut. Their worst offensive performance was against the number five Michigan team in on Arbor, and it was 31 points. The Nittany Lions scored over 40 points seven times, over 50 points five times, over 60 twice. As for legacies, running back Kajana Carter played for Penn State from 1992 to 1994. In 1994, Carter led Penn State to lead the nation in scoring 47 points per game. That season, he rushed for 1,000 539 yards, 14 touchdowns, and led the nation with 7.8 yards per carry. He finished second in Heisman Trophy battling. In his career, Carter rushed for 2,829 yards, 34 touchdowns, and a 7.2 yards per carry. 
coached Joe Paterno. He coached Penn State from 1966 to 2011, winning 409 games, 75% winning percentage. The numbers are simply staggering. Five undefeated untied seasons, two national championships in 1982 and 1986. Four of his teams went undefeated. The 1968, 1969, 1973, and 1994 teams. None of these four won the national championship. Here are some more numbers to take in for Coach Paterno. Years at Penn State, 61. Head coach at Penn State, 46 years. Most wins in the history of Division I FBS football, 409. And second most wins ever if you consider Division I, two, and three. Most bowl games in the history of college football, 37. Most bowl wins, 34. So how will history remember the 1994 Penn State Nittany Lion team? Again, I say irony has its way of creeping into history. I think a better question is how would history have remembered the Penn State Nittany Lions had it not been for one altruistic move by Coach Paterno to allow subs to get some game time? This undefeated team may well have been a national champion and took its place in the lore of college football. An oh-by-the-way decision to get subs some in-game game time exposure made a single win appear closer to the voters than the game actually was. This was the story of the 1994 Penn State Nittany Lions. Dare I say, we may never see the likes of them again. Thank you for listening to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode. 